0: Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we have another listener request from Nicole, who actually lives pretty close to where we are going to be covering. And today, where we're covering, it's actually kind of a dual episode. It's two places that are right next to each other, one of which is a ghost town and the other is an old army fort. Oh, this is exciting. Okay, I'm not really familiar... I don't think, with where we're covering this week. We are going to literally like the Wild West, all right? There's a lot of history here. This is your haunted holiday at Fort Stanton and Lincoln, New Mexico. Nicole, who sent us this listener request, at first I just want to say thank you for sending us this email because this is honestly a place I don't know that I would have even really run across. She lives really close to Lincoln City, New Mexico, and it is a ghost town, but I gotta say there's a lot of violence, some famous characters, and a really good story around it. Hey, I'm all for all of these things. Violence, interesting characters, and a good story. That makes for a good episode. It definitely does. So originally the land in Lincoln County, so we're talking specifically about Lincoln City, New Mexico, but Lincoln County was actually a huge plot of land that originally was inhabited by the Apache Native Americans. It was later taken over by Spanish conquistadors, then by Mexicans, and finally by American settlers who actually renamed the city after Abraham Lincoln, so already, I mean, I can't get into like how many Native Americans died, or you know, anything like that. But there was battles taking place over this land. One of the things that you'll notice when you go into Lincoln City itself, there is what they call El Torreon, which is like a tower. It's not that high. But it was something that the conquistadors put together in order to keep an eye out for Apache invasions. Okay, that's cool. So there was constantly wars going back and forth over this land and who was going to get it. Now, Fort Stanton is actually really, really close to Lincoln City. So if you happen to be making a day trip, Fort Stanton is definitely a place that you're going to want to go for some ghosts. This fort was actually built in 1855 as an army fort, and it was built originally to kind of control those Apache invasions that kept happening over the land. And eventually, Lindsay, it closed as an army fort, but then it reopened as a tuberculosis hospital. Then, in World War II, it actually opened again as an internment camp and finally it was used as a women's prison for a while. Oh my goodness. So, first off, let me go back just a smidgen here. It sounds to me like these Apache invasions were probably not really invasions sounds like the new settlers were probably the real invaders they were probably trying to get their land back i'm just throwing it out there second of all are you saying an internment camp like as in the japanese internment camps yes oh my gosh that is tragic i know we always say hospitals are haunted which this clearly was a hospital uh probably haunted just for that reason but internment camps what a horrible time in our history Really, as as a country, it's really terrible and sad that that occurred. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on all of those points. And I mean, this fort really has so many different aspects of it. Army fort, where there was battles that ensued, hospital for tuberculosis, an internment camp, which, gosh, lots of bad energy around that, and finally, a prison of some kind, Lindsay. These are all things that alone would make up a potential haunting. And this is all of that just combined into one thing. Totally. I, I can't even imagine just the emotions that must be there from all of these different pieces of history that it's it's been a part of. I mean, super fascinating. How have we not known about this? I feel like more people need to know about this place because the history that there, that's there is significant. Yes. And today it is a museum. It did kind of come into some ghost fame over the last few years. The kind of redone version of Ghost Hunters actually went there and did catch a bunch of stuff. So now it's, it's a little bit more well known for the ghost aspect of it. Now Lincoln City is known for something really, really specific, which is Billy the Kid, who was that famous fugitive, um, gunslinger guy. So let me tell you the story. And actually the story around Billy the Kid is part of the reason it's haunted, okay? So this city itself, and actually the county of Lincoln County is is a huge, expansive county. But back in the day, there was a store that opened And eventually, this store ended up expanding. The owners of the store had cattle ranches, and they really monopolized all of the trade in town and were able to like spike up the prices on local merchants and people that were buying stuff. And needless to say, it pissed everybody off. So a few years later, suddenly a rival store opens up and Now, people are going to this rival store, but this rival store spawned what they call the Lincoln County War. And this was in the 1870s. It lasted a couple years. And you know, like usually when we're talking about like gunslinger shootouts, we don't refer to them as a war like there were battles that took place over this tiff between these two different companies and the people employed by each of them some of these battles were held in court where they were suing each other but a lot of them were like people getting murdered shootouts between each other and just craziness Honestly, Lindsay, if you've seen the show Yellowstone, I've seen a couple seasons of it now, but it actually reminds me a little bit of what was happening here. You know what else it reminds me of anytime I think of a shootout is also uh, the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona. I always think of that, which we did cover that location. Um, a while back, it's actually a really good episode. It's, it's one of my favorites. I like when Lisa says those herps are being a bunch of jerks, <laughs> but it turned out to be a uh, a good episode. But shootout, but this seems like a more significant issue because it's got legal court battles and, and multiple battles, like physical battles, more than just one big shootout. Yes. And in fact, both groups had different kind of like gang names, I guess I would call it. So the original store owners who had that monopoly, their group name was called The House. And the other, the second store that popped up that spawned this war, their group name was The Regulators. Both totally Bad-ass gang names. I gotta totally. say. So were the regulators like undercutting prices on the house and the house was upset? Like, I'm kind of assuming so, right? Yeah. It, it, it really just stirred this whole thing up. And one of the employees, one of the ranch hands of the second store was Billy the Kid. And so he was part of the regulators. You know, we always I feel like everyone, at least in the U.S., knows about Billy the Kid. Like the name is familiar. We all know he was like a gunslinger, you know, quick, quick. He was a quick draw, I think, you know, but I really know nothing about Billy the Kid outside of those small details. So this will be interesting. Yes. So anyways, things really escalated when the regulator's boss, one of the owners of that company, was murdered by the house people were pissed. They swore revenge. They ended up undergoing a five-day battle on Main Street against each other. It got to the point where like, U.S. troops were called in. That's how big this battle was between (laughs) these two groups. And Billy the Kid and the other regulators ended up getting surrounded in this house. And the house people were like, up there with sharpshooters taking them down and they the regulators were really kind of gonna lose this battle they ultimately did so the house group the original group they ended up winning the battle and most of the regulators were killed however Billy the Kid survived and was able to escape, which is part of what made, you know, all this lore around him, like how is this guy able to escape? For whatever reason, the law enforcement in the town decided Billy the Kid and anybody else that was part of the regulators is a fugitive. They took the other team's side. Probably something to that. I don't really know, like that much about like maybe they did some like really horrible stuff like I there's probably more background to it here but anyway once billy the kid escaped he was considered a fugitive and he went out with his own gang of people and started kind of like stealing cattle and doing what they had to do to survive you know running from the police and Eventually, they did get arrested. He was put on trial. He got sent back to Lincoln City to be hung. And he was held in the courthouse and escaped again by killing his two guards. And that courthouse, by the way, is still there. Cool. So he flees. He escapes again. But unfortunately for Billy the Kid, the sheriff in town followed him, was able to track where he went and shot Billy the Kid dead. Oh, wow. I mean, this all sounds to me, the house and and the regulators for that matter, I mean, they do sound like gangster, like typical businesses don't go around killing their competition unless you're in the mob, right? Or like uh, some sort of gang or something like that, right? This definitely sounds like there's criminal entity on both sides. Here. Oh, no doubt. But also remember, Lindsay, this is the Wild West, like literally yeah. the Wild West. Before this whole like Lincoln County war even took place between these two businesses, there was already a lot of corruption, murders, you know, shootouts taking place on a regular basis. It was just really amped up by this specific fight, it sounds a whole lot to me like Billy the Kid got a raw deal out of this whole thing. <laughs> I don't Billy know. Kid, I know. I, the little bit that I know, that's that's what I'm going to say for, for, for that. This was such a big deal, Lindsay, in this small town that the president at the time, Hayes, he actually described Main Street in Lincoln City as the most dangerous street in America. Mm. That's saying something it is saying something so today if you go down there it is you know open to the public it's like a ghost town there's little shops and stuff like that but if you're walking on main street you know that at one point in time this was the most dangerous street in america this is where billy the kid escaped we'll talk about you know some of the things that you can do here at the last segment but just a lot of cool history in this town and of course lots of death and murder so there's going to be some ghosts. Your Haunted Holiday now has Patreon. That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash yourhauntedholiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. Okay, Lindsay, so let's get into some ghosts for both of these locations that are really close to each other. Lincoln City itself, honestly, there's not a massive amount of information about the ghosts out there, but there is some. And one of the biggest things is apparitions. There are supposed to be a lot of apparitions here. Cowboys, women in old Western clothing, kids playing... Even sometimes people have supposedly seen like cowboys riding on horses. And sometimes because this is like an old Western town, it can be difficult for people to know. Like, is that somebody who's acting or not? And really the telltale sign is, Lindsay, they'll disappear right in front of your eyes. I was just going to say that's typically when people realize that wasn't a person they were just talking to. Exactly. So it really does sound like there's a lot of people in traditional cowboy-like clothing walking around this place. So you really, if you see somebody like that, don't just assume that they're an actor or something like that. Most days they don't have a ton of actors in this town. There is a specific event where they do have um, every year a lot of actors, but So keep an eye on those people and make sure that they don't vanish, right? Don't just turn away. Like, stare (laughs) them down. (laughs) (laughs) People will say, I've listened to Your Haunted Holiday, and I am not taking my eyes off you. We're going to have people creeping out the actual actors, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The other thing to be aware of, um, remember that tower that I mentioned, the El Torreon that was built by the Spanish That is still there today, and actually the house, the people who won the battle, they had sharpshooters in there during that big five-day battle aimed at Billy the Kid and the other regulators. And so you can actually walk right on in there, and it appears to be haunted. So a lot of the places here appear to be haunted, like those apparitions and stuff, any of the shops, people died there like there was apache wars happening all kinds of history so you can mm-hmm. see something anywhere but this place does look like a particularly cool place to do a little bit of ghost hunting i did see a video online of somebody doing that and they were actually getting like k2 responses to questions they were asking like oh, cool they were asking like were you part of this particular group or this other group and it would go off in response to their question. so i thought that was really interesting definitely bring your k2 meter if you're going to be in this city the other thing that people have noticed here are different electronics malfunctions cameras things like that might act a little bit funny when you are in this town now fort stanton this place we talked about it there's so much history that equates to ghosts but when it first started really having reports of ghosts was in the 1920s at the time it was more of an administrative building I believe for like tuberculosis and they were already reporting things like shadow figures and crying like children crying oh no that's terrible yes this is a big place. The other thing you wanna look for is you wanna listen for your footsteps, voices that aren't explained, but there is apparently a massive amount of shadows here. Specifically, when you're looking at the building, people will see shadows kind of peering out at them. Cool. I feel like this is a place to ghost hunt. I, I just get the sense based on the history alone, like this place is likely haunted. Yes, there is also, Lindsay, some sort of animal-like creature or figure that is stalking around the halls of this place. In fact, back in the day, I think this was even in the 20s, there was a janitor who quit after one day. Because he says he saw the devil. And there's reports even today of some sort of animal-like, you know, dog-like thing that's walking around and like very aggressive, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Apparently, also, I wasn't able to find a ton of information on this, but there was a Boy Scout troop, Lindsay, that was walking around the old hospital section of this fort And they started hearing, like, animal noises, like, coming at them, like, hooves and growling. And these, like, Boy Scouts, yeah, it was apparently really scary. And these Boy Scouts started screaming and, like, trying to get out. And, like, it was, like, an all-out panic situation. Like, which is what reminds me of what maybe that janitor saw. Like, it sounds like it was a traumatizing experience for this Boy Scout troop. That sounds super scary. I do think that like, and we've had these kinds of things come up in the past at, at different locations where there is some sort of negative entity that's kind of maybe taking the form of a creature of some kind or an animal. Um, it's really interesting. I almost do think because of the negativity that could have been around there, you know, from, you know, gosh, tuberculosis, being a hospital a prison for women. And a Japanese internment camp uh, being there, there has got to be a lot of heavy, negative energy there. And who knows? Maybe there's something, you know, even though at the internment camp, maybe people, I'm sure someone died maybe of like natural causes or something. Right. But I, I don't know that that's the case. But the energy level has got to be negative and heavy just from that alone. And no doubt. Yeah, absolutely so Lincoln City Lindsay is a ghost town literally I guess if we're counting the apparitions and stuff like that that you're gonna see but the whole place is essentially a historic site it's got museums it's got shops so you can literally just show up and walk around for free Like, there is no expense there. However, there is some museums that may have a small fee to go in and hear about the history of the town, as well as, you know, the battle and Billy the Kid and that kind of thing. Although all of those fees, from glancing at it, look really reasonable. There's nothing, like, astronomical there. So you can go there and, like, walk around and shop and and, and just kind of tour around. There's, like, shops and stuff like that there. Yes, and in fact, that tower I talked about, like, you can learn to just walk up to it, go in, and start asking ghosts some questions. Can you go in there at night? Like At night, I don't know. I, I could not find information about, like, when this tower is open. It, What I saw was during the day, it appeared that the door was just open, and people were able to kind of walk in and out of there. Okay. So, very likely that they close it off in the evening, but... Potentially, you you have some open access there. Yes, absolutely. The big event in this town is in August. They have big reenactments of the battle and the escape of Billy the Kid. So if you happen to be around there in August, definitely look into that because I think that would actually be pretty fun. I would imagine just because there's expecting more people, there's probably more food vendors and you know, that's really important when you go to these festivals. So, you know, you need some food, you need some drinks. I would imagine they're probably going to have that kind of thing there. Now, Fort Stanton Museum, it is a museum today, obviously. So you can go in and you can get tours of this. It is open most days of the week, and there is actually no fee. However, donations are appreciated. So both of these locations, Lindsay, are really economical, like little day trips that you can go on. And they also have an after dark tour that you can go on. These are limited to the months of June through October. So most of the summer into fall, These after dark tours are available. It sounds like they're like three hours, so from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. They're gonna have tour guides available for you to answer questions. They have food and treats available to purchase in their cafeteria. And the tickets for this, Lindsay, are only $10 for adults and free for anybody 12 and under. Oh my goodness, this sounds like perfect. I love it. I love an economical little visit. Yeah, so they're not going to be providing equipment. However, their tour guides are going to talk about the ghosts. They're going to answer your questions about different things that are experienced here. It really does sound like it is kind of about the ghosts. It's just not like they're going to have all the fancy equipment ready for you. So I would say bring your own couple things with you if you go to do this for sure. The other thing that's cool about this is all of the proceeds from your ticket purchase or purchasing something in the cafeteria goes to preserving this fort. Um, it's a nonprofit organization, so it's really all donations. It's going to a good cause. Well, this place sounds really cool. I, I have to say, Nicole, I so appreciate you sending this because. Lisa is absolutely right. This is not something we would have ever picked up on or probably done an episode on, and it turned out really good. I really like the Billy the Kid backstory there. Fascinating and really interesting history here. Well, if you want to be like Nicole and send us a recommendation for an episode, sometimes they are the best episodes. Go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us. Send us, send us what your recommendations are. Even if you have an interesting experience At one of the places we've covered or even just any ghost story i'm always curious to read those send them our way we have a list of some episodes we need to get to that came in as recommendations so we've we've got that going but we want to build on to it all right thank you so much for listening have a great week stay safe and healthy everybody